You're listening to Grim Dystopian with Fifi Kicks and Benny G, your music podcast for everything metal. Here we are, episode 19. Hola. <laughs> we have such a fun episode today. Mm-hmm. So it's our Maryland Death Fest preview part two. Mm-hmm. We have a super special guest on today. Mm-hmm. It's our first phone interview. Yeah. Um, he's super and he's special. Super and special. <laughs> um, so before we get into any of that, let's go to our um, nationaldaycalendar.com. Okay crap <laughs> so it's um oh so today's labor day it's monday mm-hmm. september 2nd right yes um and those of you who are not familiar with labor day it's always the first monday of every september and it recognizes the men and women who labor to build this country so we are recognizing their labor by doing nothing by taking the day off yes yeah, okay Um, I'm not complaining. (laughs) (laughs) It's also National VJ Day, which basically signifies the end of World War II. Mm. And it's Blueberry Popsicle Day. All right. (laughs) And according to onthisdayinmusic.com, in 1989, Ozzy was charged with threatening to kill his wife, Sharon, and was released under the condition that he would enter rehab. Hmm. And of course, as we all know, they later reconciled. So, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And I don't think he went to rehab. Uh, I was going to say I don't <laughs> know that there were any repercussions from that, no. but no. who knows? <laughs> but that happened on this day in 1989. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so we have a jam-packed episode full of Maryland Death Fest 2020 bands. Mm-hmm. So excited! Yeah. Awesome lineup. Um, so let's get started. Well, that's full so, of goodness. Yes. So the first band we're going to play is Birdflesh. Awesome guys. Mm-hmm. Grindcore band from Sweden. Mm-hmm. The song we're going to play is Milkshake is Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and according <laughs> to Metal Archives, they have like a ton of demos, mm-hmm. um, compilations, splits, live albums, all kinds of great stuff. So go and check them out. Um, awesome and actually I'm really excited to see these guys because they usually perform with like props and costumes Mm -hmm. so I think it's going to be like a cool visual thing too yeah I'm looking forward to it and then what are we going to hear after that this band played here in Rochester with Imperial Triumphant and it was a very cool show yeah it was Um, looking forward to seeing them live again yes they are Panzerfaust and the song we're going to hear is the day after trinity that is off of the sons of perdition chapter one war horde war the long title <laughs> that's on the eisenwald label and that just came out in june and it is a fantastic album yes it is Yeah. 
I don't know about you, but I am so excited for Maryland Death Fest 2020. You know about me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny. We were just talking while we were listening to Bird Flesh and Panzerfoss mm. about getting our tickets. We were talking between headbangs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, and I think I saw this past week that Maryland Death Fest had posted that the four-day passes are like over 70% sold out. Mm. And you had asked... I said, happy anniversary to us. <laughs> and you were like, did you ever imagine 13 years ago that we would be buying Maryland Death Fest tickets for our anniversary? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, more importantly, did you I ever think that? Sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty awesome. Yeah. So moral of the story is we're going to get on it mm-hmm. and get our four-day passes for yeah. Maryland Death Fest. Yes, we are. So we're going to hear a Blood Feast song. We are. We're going to play By the Slice, the live from Osaka, Japan version mm-hmm. off of their chopped, sliced, and diced um, CD from 2018. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go into our phone interview with Chris Natalini, yes. the vocalist of Blood Feast. That's right. Uh, we got to see Blood Feast up here in Rochester, New York back in October. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic. Can't wait to see him again at MDF 2020. Absolutely.
Hello. Chris. Yes. Hey, it's Ben and Fee from Grim Dystopian. Hey, man. What's going on, brother? How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. What's going on? <laughs> it's great to talk to you. Yeah, you too, man. Yeah, you too. Thank you for, uh, for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, so are we. Very much. So you guys just started recording a new record, right? We did. We did. Um, Adam started. We had kind of really been working on uh, on the record, I guess. I don't know if I want to say the past year, but I guess, I guess kind of on and off for the past year. And, um, you know, with us having our own studio, we have a, uh, it's very nice where we can kind of take our time and construct songs and record them because CJ, uh, our guitar player, obviously does, you know, the recording and the and the producing and all that. So, you know, we can record stuff and we can demo it. We can listen back and I could go in and lay down some vocals and go, you know, this part doesn't work. Maybe this vocal line could be better or whatever the case may be. So I guess we've been working on it just on and off for about a year or so. And then um, Adam started to lay down some drum tracks over the weekend. So we are full force to go. Well, that's cool. We can't wait to hear it. Yeah, we're really excited. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It, um, it, it's it's um, it's a little more, um, it's just insane. Uh, you know, Adam being our main uh, tranquility, obviously the original member of Blood Seas, is, uh, he's got some really crazy stuff going on in these songs. So they're fast and they're just, they break into these weird breakdowns and it's, it's this one's going to be very interesting. So I had already demoed uh, two or three songs vocally and um so I'm looking forward to it also. I'm always uh, excited about the recording process as much as I hate it. Yeah. I'm always excited about doing it. So Do you have a Do you have a tentative release date for it? Or? You know what? We uh, we do not. not we yet. do not. I mean, hopefully uh, I think the last time we really kind of sat and spoke about it, we were talking about we in August now going to September, maybe winter spring of uh, 2020 mm-hmm. um so that's kind of where our head's at uh you know we we do have some we're doing a uh, tour in uh germany in november so you know we there's going to be some breaks in between we have a couple of shows we, we're doing california and phoenix and in, in the beginning of november then we leave for germany to eat this that so there's going to be some downtime of recording but um but yeah as far as i know i talked to cj the other day and He's hoping to have all the drum tracks done at the end of this weekend, so we'll see. That's great. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you planning on having it uh, out by the Maryland Death Fest? I would say, uh, yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> you're going to make me say, <laughs> no, I, uh, <laughs> no. I, you know what? Let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, it depends on how fast we can get the. Re- I don't want to say fast. That's entirely. It depends on how. Uh, we get things done, how it gets mixed, and we get it off to Hell's Headbangers. And, yeah. you know, and then it kind of depends on them after that. So yeah. maybe, hopefully, at least a single would be, uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm assuming we're probably shooting for the whole record, but maybe a single. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, we're excited. Yeah, Either definitely. way. Oh, well, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's very nice. Do you, very kind. Do you have a title for it or not yet? No, we no. got nothing, man. There, yeah. We haven't even... I don't even know if uh, we've even. I don't even know if Adam has spoken to Drew Elliott about an idea for a cover. So no, we, it's right now. We're literally in just the core of it. Uh, I mean, the songs are pretty much done, uh, but uh, yeah, no, nothing is uh, nothing is set in stone yet, as far as I know, anyway. 
All right, so let's back up a little bit here because Ben okay. kind of like jumped right into it. So we I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> we have so many questions for you. Like, I hope you're ready to be interrogated. <laughs> oh, please go for it. Go for it. All right, so you joined Blood Feast as the vocalist back in 2010. That is correct, yes. And um, according to the history of Blood Feast, you guys also played the HOA in 2010. So were you the vocalist that played in Germany that year? Oh, not only was I the vocalist, that was my very first gig. So wow. I was wondering about that. Like, how did that make you feel? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> well, nauseous and, uh, <laughs> and very, very nerve-wracking. Um, <laughs> we, had done, we had done like a little, a little small show. Uh, in Bayonne, New Jersey, Bayonne, New Jersey, which is obviously the you know the hometown of the original Blood Feast, and um, we did it. God, it might have been a week or two before Germany, and we literally just kind of threw it together and we did it. And um, and I don't even I, you know I don't even know if anybody was there. I, it was just like there was nobody there, and uh, it, it was just kind of a show for me and Tom too. Tom, my bass player, like. He hadn't been in the band that long either. He was in a little before me, but, uh, you know, there's, there's, you need to kind of have a connection on stage. You could really be connected in a rehearsal studio. You could be connected in this recording studio, but like, at least for me, I can't speak for the other guys, but at least for me, like you have to connect live. You just have to, or it doesn't work. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like, and that's my opinion, but I don't like to fake anything. If you see me smiling and laughing on stage, that's because I am truly having a great time. So we said, you know what, let's at least get one show under our belt. Then we go to Germany in front of, you know, 22, 2400 people sold out. And, uh, you know, let's at least just get one under our belt. And it was, um, I don't remember it being all that great. Uh, I don't remember <laughs> a lot of people being there. And then we shoot off to Germany and we play in front of, like I said, it was either 23 or 2400 and it was nerve wracking. I remember being nauseous. I remember pacing. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, but you know, it, it, it was, oh God, it's just a blur. Like I remember being on stage. I remember the songs. I remember doing what we do, but man, it was just a complete blur. You know, just nervous and oh God, I, I just remember sweating and just about to die. Like, it's just good. I can't go. I think it was, uh, oh, I don't remember. I don't remember who was on before us, but I remember like looking on the side of the stage and just looking out to the people and thinking, oh my God, I'm really about to do this. Like, <laughs> not only am I in Blood Feast, like, we'll call it my second gig, but like my second gig, and I'm in Germany, which I've never been uh. before, overseas. Like, this is their. You know, Blood Feast has never been in Germany. So there was just all these things, and we did, you know, it was good. It was a great time. We had a great time. And then we've been back this, actually, this November will be our fourth time there. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, you must have nailed it because you went back repeatedly. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, okay, sure. You can say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do we even have to ask you what your most memorable moment in Blood Feast was? <laughs> wow, there's, uh, you know, there's so many. Um, my most memorable um, was playing Japan, uh, and and nothing, you know. I mean, I, there's there's been moments um, overseas, even here in the states, uh, but Japan. I don't know if Japan is a moment, 
But Japan is one of the like one of my most favorite shows I have ever done because the people are amazing. And it was a small venue. I think it was only like, I think it was sold out like three hundred. We had two. We were playing two nights there, and it you know there was this curtain that covered the stage and. You know, we get introduced and it's blood scene, so we make, you know, make all this noise and you're ringing out and all of a sudden the curtain opens and there's all these people. And <laughs> that was a real, and then you realize, oh my God, like I am in Japan about to do what we do. And, and, um, so Japan is definitely one of my, both times, we've been to Japan twice and both times have been phenomenal. And, uh, there's, there's a, I don't know if I have, I have different moments of different shows, but I don't know if I have one big moment. Um, Usually, my big moments at shows are usually moments meeting someone that I'm a huge fan of, like Nancy Ronnie from Nancy Savage, or uh, you know the guys from you know Kaden from Hyrax, yeah. or you know Julian from Heretic, like you know Danny from Malignancy. It's, it's, it's getting to play these places and meeting these people who I totally admire, and I'm a complete fanboy. For me, they're the <laughs> the moments about being a Bloodfeast that, that are just amazing to me. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah, that is cool. And you know, and I get to tell them. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people don't get to meet their heroes or people they admire, or you know, a lot of people don't have that pleasure of doing that. And I am fully blessed enough to be able to say to those guys, "Oh my God, like I am a huge." And I totally, I am always a fanboy first. I can't help myself. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I just fanboy out, and um, and that's how it is. I remember when we were in Japan um, with Exciter, the first time they reunited the original three, and mm -hmm. I'm sitting next to Dan, the drummer, mm -hmm. and I, we're on a train going sightseeing, and I looked at him, I said, "Man." If you would have told 12-year-old Chris that I'd be sitting next to Dan from Exciter in Japan, I'd have told you you were out of your freaking mind. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's moments like that that you really kind of, you know, these guys I admire now with touring and playing in bands and now with the social media, they become not only peers, they become friends and some of them become close family. So that's really the cool things, the cool moments that I have being a blessing. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. And we can yeah. actually relate being on the podcast because we kind of go through the same experiences. Like we play all of these awesome musicians' music, yeah. and then we get to go out and meet them at shows. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly how it is. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, they go, oh, you sing a blessing. I'm like, dude, that doesn't matter. Like, you know, like you're whoever, you know, now I got to spend a few hours with, Nasty Ronnie from Nasty Savage. I was a huge, I'm a huge fan of that band and his. And to get to sit in a dressing room and just talk to him, just man to man, nothing about the business, just family and where we come from and yeah. music and just a great thing. I'm like, because I am so not professional when it comes to that. I'm like, like I said, I'm total fanboy. I'm like, take my picture, sign this for me. You know, I, I just go completely bonkers when it comes to stuff like that. Did you guys talk wrestling at all? Uh, you know, no. no, to be honest, no, we didn't. And, and now that I, now that you say that, I probably wish I would have because I'm a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. But no, like, I, it, you know, just, like I said, like just sitting in dressing room with somebody, I didn't want, I didn't want him to be nasty Ronnie. I just wanted him to be Ron. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was, that was the connection we have. And even offline to this day, like we still have that connection and, and it's, you know, that's really cool. So, yeah. you know, I think the only thing, the only music we talked about is just music we love, like mutually love or, Maybe he was telling me a story about, you know, touring or whatever. But, uh, 
Yeah, it's, it's super cool, super cool. That's cool. Uh, so, one of our other questions we were going to ask you that um, you being a fanboy kind of leads into this question. What would you say your favorite concert as a spectator, like all time, was? Oh, <laughs> I probably should have screened these questions before you. Call. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, man, that's oh, dude, that's. I know it's a big question. Yeah. I don't know that I that, could answer yes, that. Yes, that's. Uh, I don't know. That that is a great. I mean, I've seen. Oh, I don't know, man. That's a great question, you guys. I don't know. Um, I you know I instantly think off the top of my head, one of my favorites was I got to see the Sammy Hagar and David Lee Roth tour when they toured together. Oh, cool. So I'm a huge fan of both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really cool. I got to see um, Pantera at a small club in Philly. Um, I got to see Guns N' Roses when they played a small club in Philly, like, you know, before Guns N' Roses broke. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. There's just so many. Wow. I don't know. That's a great. I just got to see, you know, I saw the Van Halen reunion, you know, the last they did a couple years ago with Roth and... I don't know. That is a that's a great question. I, I don't have an answer for that. Sorry, <laughs> I don't. Well, you you answered a few of them, so. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have an answer for that. Yeah. Like we've seen countless shows. I can't. I wouldn't be able to name my favorite. Yeah. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a tough one. That is a tough one. We we did see Iron Maiden um, like a week and, uh, a week and a okay. half ago, and that was okay. amazing. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. That's what I hear. I was, that's what I hear. That's I, I saw them like 20 years ago um, uh-huh. the first time, and they it's surprising they're in their 60s, and like they, they blew that show away this time. Yeah. It was incredible. It, it, isn't that isn't that crazy? Like some some of these guys, they get better with age. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, you, you talk about Sammy Hagar, like he's one of the few, like... He has just gotten better with age. His voice still sounds great. Yeah. Um, you know, there's obviously some notes he can't hit, but that's okay. Yeah. Like, but he still sounds great. He looks great. Yeah. And it's always amazing. You know, I I just saw a flyer on there. You know, as they breeze through the East Coast, and yeah. you know, Tom sounded amazing. Yeah. Like just amazing. You know, and and it's crazy to me how these guys still can do it. And that's the one thing I've heard about Iron Maiden. Like they they really brought it. They put. A lot of younger bands to shame, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, all these guys get yeah. better, and I get worse with age. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Life's not fair. <laughs> I wake up, my knees hurt, my neck hurts, I can't hear. Yeah, I, I know. Trust me, I get it. <laughs> um. So, do you have like a pivotal moment that um, led you to metal? Like what? What oh, led you down that path? Oh, see, that's easy. So, um, as as I think most people uh, around my age, and I'm, I'm not sure of, of where you guys are age-wise, which is fine. Um, so, I grew up listening to 80s hair metal, of course, the poisons, the uh-huh. you know the um, you know the rats, the motleys, all that, and then I got into. I think I touched, touched on Venom's black metal record. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm mad. Like, I, I couldn't do it. Then I heard Metallica's Kill Em All. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, yes. Like, this <laughs> is, that's pretty much the album that sent me down the path of where I am now. Definitely, um, definitely, um, 
Metallica Kill 'em All and Anthrax is Fistful of Metal. Like they were the two that I was like, oh, this is it. This is what I want. This is what I need. This is what I've been looking for. And then, as of course, as you progress, you go backwards and find different records. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there, there were times where, like I said, I touched on. I don't even remember the years these came out, but I, like, I remember listening to black metal. I remember listening to Cannibal Corpse first one and being like, "Nah, yeah, just I can't do it." And then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you just your taste just changed. Like something just kind of clicks, yeah, and you go. So for me, that that moment of listening to Kill 'Em All, I was like, "Man, this is this is what I've been looking for." Like I just like the 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 you know, the fact of it. It just the, the drumming and the guitars and the vocals, and then. Now, then I found Exodus Bonded by Blood, and that's my my Bible. Like that's that's the record. That yeah, that's uh, very very classic. Yes. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Especially because I just saw I just saw that uh, documentary Murder in the Front Row, where they did you know it's a documentary about the Bay Area thrash scene. Yeah. And the movie was it's amazing. If you guys get a chance to see it, please see it. Um, it's it's heavily built around the movie's heavily built around Exodus and Metallica. Because, you know, I, I guess they looked at it like Metallica was the band that kind of started it, I guess, for lack of a better word. Like, they were the kind of, the, the, they were the fathers that pushed this whole movement. And, uh, you know, when watching this movie and, and listening to the music, I, I remember that feeling of going, yeah! Like, I remember <laughs> that with the denim vest and the tape training and all that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, see, long-winded answer, my answer would be Metallica's Kill Them All. Oh, ah, cool. That's okay. awesome. Actually, uh, one of our friends just mentioned that book to us. Uh, murder in the front. Oh, room. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so we'll have to check both of them out. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's so I think I, I think the book and the movie they may be done by the same people because I I think the if I remember correctly the end of the movie it said pictures taken from murder in the front row book so it's probably one and the same but if you guys get a chance to check it out even your listeners if you get a chance to check it out check it out they did like a little screening here in Philly for like three sold out dates and it was. I had the pleasure of seeing one of them, and it was it was unbelievable. So cool, such a very well done. Very cool. So, is are you still active in uh, Seeds of Perdition? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We are still active, okay. and somehow I get myself wrapped up in this. We are also in the middle of writing a new record. So I got I did this the last time when um, Seeds of Perdition. We have a record art called Incarnation, uh-huh. and Blood Feast had Future State of Wicked. I literally was recording mixing, mastering, putting them, like, helping putting them together literally at the same time. Like, literally, I would go from, you know, recording on Sunday to Future State of Wicked at, at, our, at the Bloodfeed Studio to Thursday going to the studio and recording stuff for Incarnation for Seeds, and, and here I am again. Two new records at the same time. Wow. <laughs> and, and they're two pretty different vocal styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One is uh, obviously Seeds is, is death metal, yeah. and of course, plus is thrash metal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, completely two different, complete writing styles, complete lyrics. Yeah, it's a whole. Yeah, it's yeah. it definitely keeps me busy for sure. Does that wreak havoc on your voice or no? Uh, no, it actually kind of helps um, because I get to use it a lot. It, mm. It's when I don't use it a lot. Uh, if I have a lot of downtime, yeah, that's kind of when that's kind of when I have the. Um, the most trouble, especially even recovering. Um, so, no, not really. I mean, not really. You know, of course, as I get older, you know, recovery takes a little longer. But um, but I try to sing and just scale as much as I can and just keep me warmed up. And no, not really. I mean, not yet. Knock on wood. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. 
So you're pretty inspirational to me in that regard because um, Ben and I have, we are starting a musical project together. Um, oh, oh. And he's not forcing me into vocals, <laughs> but, but kind of forcing me into vocals. So quick, funny story. My mom like lives in the country. So I've been getting off the expressway like a couple exits early and like going mm-hmm. down country roads and like just experimenting with what my voice can do. Um, yeah, no, that's you have to. You have to. Uh, and I'm having a little bit of trouble, but then when I listen to your vocals and how you can do two totally, completely different vocal styles, which is really inspirational <laughs> to me. Yeah. Uh, well, well, thank you so much. Uh, it's very flattering. Thank you. I'm, yeah. I'm honored that you would say that. It, yeah. it means a lot. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, thank you. It's just easy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, please. Continue. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I'm kind of um, struggling with my vocals. So I've been putting Blood Feast on because I think that's like the direction we want to go, like more the thrashy. So that's sure, kind of what sure. I'm listening to. Um, sure. So you're kind of my inspiration for my vocal yeah. style. <laughs> well, that's very sweet. Thank you so much. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally speechless you would say that. Uh, yeah, I, I had, I did, I did take vocal training. Um, I got probably eight, ten years. Um, I did take it, not necessarily, you know, you know, my vocal training is literally just learn how to sing without hurting myself. You know, I, I, I haven't had any, the only time I ever had throat or voice issues is if I'm just not feeling good or um, if, uh, if I hadn't had enough sleep. So as you're going through this and as you're kind of learning your voice, drink a lot of water. Okay. Stay away from like a, a lot of hot liquids at night. Um, you know, because what you don't want to do is you don't want to give yourself acid reflux. So then, you know, when you're sleeping, it, you know, burns your, it burns your throat. Um, so stay away from like a lot of hot liquids at night. Okay. Um, drink a lot of water, get a lot of rest, and um, listen to your body. That's the one thing. Listen to your body, and eventually you'll know no two can hit, no two can hit how you're feeling um, during that recording. Um, don't kill yourself. Like if you guys go into you know, you eventually get into record a song and you're not feeling it, don't force it. Yeah. There have been many times through the years that I force a, a, a vocal thing and I listen back and I go, damn it. Like, I, I knew I wasn't feeling good that day or maybe I just didn't have enough sleep or maybe I didn't have enough to eat. Eating is also a big thing. Um, eating correctly. Um, so you just have to kind of learn your body and just take care of your take care of your throat, really. It is, it is, I mean, that's really what... I've done through the years, and you know the training I have had. Obviously, I'm not singing, you know, like Bruce Dickinson or Rob Halford, um, <laughs> but you know, I can I can get away with the kind of style that I'm doing without doing damage, and uh, you know, being able to do it once or twice, you know, two or three nights in a row. Yeah. Well, thank you. Good advice. Yeah. Oh no, please. That, that's awesome. Good and good luck, man. And just keep just keep at it. Just. Try it. Try different things and just see what fits you and your style and, you, you know, find your voice. Yeah. Is, is, you know, that's the one thing. And and because um, I just really do a lot of yelling. That's really all I do. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm just screaming into a microphone. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not running up and down scales here. I'm just literally just screaming and having a blast doing it. So, but find your voice and then definitely stay healthy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're very best. welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> So, you have a radio show. 
I do. I do. Um, me and my two buddies, uh, Rich Olson and, and uh, Robert Bigler, we call him Bert Bigler. Um, Rich started a, a kind of a music radio show a, a number of years ago, and he brought me in to do an interview, kind of like what we're doing now. And we just sat and talked, and I had known Rich for a couple years through the Jersey Philly scene. Um, and uh, we were paths across a few times, and we sat in one night, and we had a really great connection. We had a great time. And he was like, hey, listen, I'm looking for a co-host. You know, what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, like, sounds great. And we did it. We did it for a number of years, and we've had, like yourselves, great guests. We've played great music, and we really try to stay um, we play a lot of bigger bands, you know, your Cannibals, your Juice Priest, your Iron Mains, stuff like that. But we try to, we really kind of focus on um, unsigned bands or local scenes to, to our area and maybe, you know, surrounding areas. If we can find bands that are kind of, I don't want to say unsigned, but maybe local bands, bands that no one's heard of. That's yeah. kind of our, our, you know, that's the meat and potatoes of the show. And then, you know, we changed stations and we asked Bert to come on. Bert uh, is also a big um, name, uh, no name in the scene, and we asked him to come on as, a, as a, another person to get another outlook of things. We all, the three of us, completely we come from completely different backgrounds, so our conversations can kind of go three different ways, or our opinions, which is you know really the, the base of the show is just three guys talking music and playing music, and um, yeah, we've been doing a guy. I think we just we just hit our well, Rich and I at least I think we just hit our two hundred and. 20-something show. We do it every Monday. Holy and, shit. And uh, wow. from 7 to 10. It's, inter it's internet radio. We have a ton of listeners. We've had we've had Johnny Z. He he called in for 10 weeks. He did a segment. And we've had, oh, Alan Checchio has been on. And, uh, God, Danny from Malignancy. We've had Johnny D from Doro, the drummer for Doro. He's been on. Uh, but, yeah, we've had a ton of, ton of people call in and just kind of hang out with us. And it's been great. It's been great. Sure. We get to premiere newer bands, or, or I should say, look like kind of uh, again unsigned local bands. We get to premiere their new stuff if they have a new CD coming out or they want to promote a show. So it's very cool. It's kind of like what you guys do. We just do it live, and you know, where you guys doing podcasts, just trying to get music out there and you know, talk. That's cool. So, Your opinions, yeah. So you're yeah. you're doing the good version of what we do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but see, but here here's the here's the difference, bro. Like here's the difference. Like you guys are a podcast. So you guys like if you guys have this great interview or this great show, you can listen to it a million times. Yeah. If the three of us have this funny moment, yeah, it's gone because we don't record it. It's mm. live like we just do completely live and so, you know, if you don't hear it, then it's gone. And you're like, Tam, remember that time when we said that? <laughs> ah, yeah, that was great. But it's gone. We'll never hear it. So. <laughs> it's, uh, but it's fun. It's Brothers Grimm. And uh, we do it on Monday nights. It's a blast. It's a, it's a great time. Well, that's cool. We're definitely going to check it out. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah, I know you guys were going to listen, uh, you know, last night being Monday. Mm -hmm. But uh, and, but we couldn't because our studio had, was having internet problems. And then, But we'll be back up. And we, we're off for the holiday. And then we come back. So. But I'll let you know. When we get back on the air, I'll let you know for sure. Very cool. Absolutely. So following in line with Brothers Grimm, and you focus on your local scene, um, mm -hmm. any any bands you want to mention that we should check out? Oh, geez. Um, let's see. You have bands called, uh, there's a couple of bands off the top of my head, Burned in Effigy, um, Super Terrific Action Team. There's a killer band out now called Descendancy. 
Um, they're good friends of ours. Percussor, there's Blasphemous, there's Supremia, there is, oh man, I, Empress. Um, let's see, there's, jeez, so many, so many. Um, of course, of course, I can't think of one off the top of my head except for those. Um, well, that's a yeah, really good start. Because we, we play them. Uh, oh, Final, there's a band called Final Judgment. Uh, they're kind of new to the scene. They're like a thrash, hardcore, New York crossover. Um, they're from Philly. Um, yeah, yeah, that'll give you a good start to go check out these bands yeah. for sure. Awesome. Very cool. Definitely well. Are, are you from uh, Pennsylvania or... Originally? I, I am from, I am, uh, was born and raised in the outskirts of Philadelphia at a little place called uh, Narstown, Pennsylvania, but I currently live in Philadelphia right now. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. And where are you guys from? We're in Rochester, New York. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So we actually saw you um, at the Bug Jar. At the Bug Jar last October. You played with Fatal Curse, Christ, and Necrostalker, yep. which are three of uh, our favorite local yeah. bands. <laughs> oh, there you go. I lo- love Fatal Curse. Yeah. Love that band. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. They're, they're a great group of guys, yeah. too. Yeah. So do, you, so do you guys know a band called um, Anthropic also? Yep. Yeah, we played yep. them. Yeah. Oh, love those guys too. They're they're a great New York band. We we just played with them, uh, I guess, a couple weeks ago. Cold of Frost. Do you know those guys? I think they're from up your area, aren't they? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. The Bug Jar. That was that was a good time. Yeah. It's um. It's a. It's one of our favorite venues. Yeah. Actually, we're blessed um in Rochester because we are a pretty small city. Yeah. But our music mm-hmm. scene is fantastic. Yeah, ah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. it's really so great, incredible. Yeah. yeah, it's great. That's great. Yeah, and that was a great show, by the way. Oh, thank you. You're, thank you very much. Yeah, it was fun. I remember it being fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. You're uh, an excellent front person for Blood Beast. Yes. By the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. Oh my God, thank you guys for the comments. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Great fit. Thank for you the band. so much. I did. You know, it's just I said, like I said earlier in the interview, I just. Just like to have a good time, and if I'm having a good time, then I know you guys are having yeah. a good time, and that's what's most important to me. Because I know, I know the band can play. Yep. Like I, you know what I mean. Like I know they they do their thing. So I just want everybody to have a great time and listen to what we do and have fun and you know leave your because life is tough. So yep. just leave your stuff at the door, man, and just come in and headbang and scream and holler and. <laughs> mosh if you want to and laugh and high five and do whatever you want to do just as long as you leave and you go that was such a great time yep that that's what we did that time yep and it yeah well that's 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 the most important thing to me so that means a lot i'm glad you did yeah it definitely shows that you love what you're doing definitely thank you thank you thank you thank you again and you guys killing me with comments um <laughs> yeah thank you and i'm uh, <laughs> i don't know what to say i'm so um speechless uh, and honored thank you um i do like i said it's just important it's important to me you know i, I don't i know at this stage of my life uh i know what why well, see it's also i know what we can bring to the table i know what blood feast is doing i know what we have done I know what we're planning on doing in the next couple of years. There's a lot of really cool things we, that are in the works uh, with Blood Season. Unfortunately, I can't really say much right now, but there's some really cool things happening. And uh, like, I know that I, I know I'm blessed in that way. So that's already solid. So when we get to play these shows in these different cities, different countries, it's just about 
getting it out there and having a great time. That's it. That's very cool. Yeah. Yep. I'm and envious. Yeah. yeah, we are <laughs> Well, listen, if you guys are starting, you just, just keep at it. Just keep going. I mean, there's, you know, there's so many ways, as you guys know, being a podcast, there's so many ways to get music heard. And uh, yeah. that's important because the people are out there. You know, everybody wants to hear new music. So, um, you know, everybody's looking for that next big band that they want to be able to tell their friends. Yeah. You know, so just keep at it. You'll get there. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. We talked about Blood Feast. We talked about Seeds. Yep. We talked about Brothers Grimm. Uh-huh. Who are you outside of all that? Wow. I am a Disney pro wrestling, book reading, beach going, toy collecting average guy (laughs) 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 i i don't really know what else to say i i I love um i'm a huge uh if we're friends on facebook or instagram whatever like you see i'm a huge um walt disney world lover um i you know i I go a couple times a year um i believe i I was telling you guys uh through facebook through a message the other day like i go on vacation i'm leaving for cancun in a couple days oh cool so love the beach i love collecting toys and and i love pro wrestling and music of course that goes without even saying and uh just you know i have a full-time job i you know i pay bills just like the rest of us i you know i'm living yeah, you know, I, I have this uh, same life, it's, it's, you know, just your average Joe. I'm no, I put my pants on the same way as everybody else does. Hmm. What, if you don't mind us asking, what is your day job? Just curious. My day job, I, I drive, um, I'm a delivery guy. I drive a, a box truck. Mm-hmm. Um, I deliver TVs and furniture and pool tables and um, I work for a pretty big freight company. It's just moving the freight is pretty much what we do. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah, we're, big, we're our, one of our biggest customers. We have customers at Sam's Club, which is Walmart, um, Amazon. We do a lot of Amazon delivery. So, but I'm in a big box truck, big twenty six footer, twelve eight high. So oh. I, don't, I don't need a you don't need a, a, a you don't need a special license for it, just a normal class A. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I do. Pays the bills, gets me to different countries. That's really all that matters. Yeah, very cool. So you drive around <laughs> with somebody else, I assume, right? Uh, nope, nope. I do it all by myself. Oh, so I, you get I, to I, listen to metal all day long. Pra- oh, practice you vocals. Know, you, I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be surprised. I, I really don't. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Do you? Yeah, we can I relate do. to that. I do. Yeah, I do because. I, like, I do listen to music. Don't get me wrong. I do listen to metal. Um, but if I am listening to it, um, maybe listening to some demos that one of the bands has, or, you know, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm listening to stuff that's recorded to get ready for the new record or whatever. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I try, especially now, um, especially with two albums being recorded, I try to watch what I listen to musically. Like, I'll still buy new CDs, I'll pop them in. Maybe listen to them once and then kind of walk away because what I'm always afraid of is I don't want to take something that somebody else did. I know yeah. it's hard nowadays because there's so many bands out there, but like I, I try not to let something else influence maybe how I write or maybe, yep. you know, I don't want to get something stuck in my head that I end up reproducing. Yeah, that makes so sense. So especially, 
Yeah, so especially now, especially this time, I really try to keep the metal down to a, a minimum. But I really, when I'm on the road, it's really, when I'm working, it's uh, I listen to a lot of a lot of talking, a lot of podcasts. Yeah, you like talk talk yeah. podcasts. Yeah, yeah, all kinds, all kinds. Yeah, you got any favorites? Love. Um, I got a couple of Walt Disney favorites. Uh-huh. Um, I, li- I listen to uh, Hell's Headbangers. They have that Hell podcast, yeah. or Hellcast. Yeah, that's good. Um, they have that. Yeah. Um, I have there's a um, I have Joe Rogan, of course, yeah. he's a good one. Yep. Um, you know, Chris Jericho has a good one. Yep. Um, yeah, Sam Roberts, you know, wrestling one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it really kind of depends on the day. There's a, a podcast um, um, called um, Call Her Daddy, which is two girls from New York that are just completely uh, just vile and <laughs> completely, they're like two frat boys, but they're girls. Uh-huh. And uh, that's a really good one that's fun, entertaining. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we mentioned... Maryland Death Fest. Um, yeah. You guys are playing at the soundstage on Friday, I think. That that is what that appears to be. Yes. Uh, we um, don't know times. Uh, they just announced, I guess, a couple weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, yeah. and we're super excited because we're playing on the stage with At War and Violence. So we're super. That's awesome. Excited about that. I mean, you know, if there was going to be a day to play. And, a, and, you know, one of the clubs to play is that one. So, yeah. you know, first year Maryland Death Fest on the same stage on the same day with our friends at War and Violence, it doesn't really get better than that. Yeah, that's that's very cool. We agree. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. So how do you guys feel? Have you guys ever been to one of the Maryland Death Fests before? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So do, and, and now I have never been. So I don't know, but it appears to me that this year's, or I should say next year's, next year's lineup is more heavily induced with thrash, right? Am I, am I out of line by saying that? Because I feel like there's a lot of more thrash bands this year than, or next year than there was in the previous years. Do you guys agree? Or yeah, it seems it seems like there's more than there normally is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like yeah. a great lineup. That, it, it is such a great year, I, and you know, again, like we really could. It, this it happened so bizarrely. Like this whole thing, we just, you know, there's been many, many times where people have asked us, "How come you guys are never on the Maryland Death Fest? How come you are?" And you know, it's not, it, it's, it's not like we can call and ask somebody, go, "Hey, right. can you put flips and song? You know, it doesn't. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. You have to be invited. Right. And that's what we kept hearing, and 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 it really goes to say, uh, to say that you what your brain sometimes tells you isn't always what the reality is. And the only reason I say that is because for all these years, we've always wondered why don't they ask us? You know, <laughs> yeah. when you know in the beginning we we're kind of like, well, we're new, we just came back, we haven't really, you know, put our flag in the sand yet, and then. We got the Hell's Headbangers deal, and they announced the new album, and, you know, with the Future State of Wicked, when they announced that, it was all over. It was blabbermouth, and, you know, we made all these headlines, and we were like, okay, like, now we're totally in from our own death. Like, how could they not ask us? And then they didn't ask us. <laughs> and we're like, this is so weird. Then we start to think, well, geez, maybe, did we do something? Did maybe one of the old members, did, you know, are we blacklisted? <laughs> you know, it's just weird that we just felt like because it was Baltimore, because we're from Jersey, we're not that far away, it was really odd that we didn't get asked, you know, Hell's Headbangers is there, you know, Speed Clothes is there, you know, she does our clothes, or, you know, bathing suits and uh-huh. tights, and 
buttons and all that. And so we're like, you know, that's really weird. Well, here, so come to find out, so fast forward to this past couple months ago, our good friends from At War, who we just were in Japan with, um, so they put up a big flyer on Facebook. They pretty much took over Facebook that day that they were playing Maryland Vet Fest. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's great because I love to see, I love to see guys I know do really cool things. I love that. Nothing gets my blood boiling to see somebody that I know and like or admire or support just get to these great things to do. Mm-hmm. And I love that. So I saw them. Like, man, that's great. So I don't know. A couple minutes later. Adam Tranquilly calls me and he says, Hey man, you're never going to guess this at Wars playing Maryland at Fest. And I'm like, I know that's great. And he said, well, Paul called me. Paul's the singer and bass player of at war. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, he says to Adam, he says, well, listen, when we got booked, he instantly said, well, what about blood feast? And that guy goes, Oh yeah, I said, I'm going to hit them up. That's, so that's like, awesome. All this time we're thinking, Maybe, you know, maybe we did something wrong. Maybe he's not interested. Now I look back at it and think, maybe he just never really thought of us. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, listen, I mean, there are a million bands out there. There are a million bands. And maybe he didn't. I don't know how they book Maryland Death Fest. Do people tell them, you know, do they go by what people say? Mm-hmm. You know, book this band. This band should be here. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. All I know is now they just hit Adam up and they were like, Hey, you guys want to play Maryland Death Fest? Like, it literally was that it was simple as just Paul throwing our name out there for the guy to go, yeah, I'm going to get a hold of that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, and we're so that, excited. And that, right? And that's, that is that's what sometimes the reality of the situation is and what you think it is. So here all these years, yeah. we're like, gee, did we do something wrong? Are we not good enough? Like, what's going on? And here the guy was just like, oh, yeah, 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 let me get you. I mean, it just took someone to go, hey, you guys, I, or maybe it was because it was Paul. You know, maybe because he said it, the guy or people, whoever he talked to was like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe if Paul said it, maybe it sparked something in him to go, well, if Paul wants them, then I'm, I don't know. Doesn't matter. We're playing Maryland Death Fest. It's a check off my bucket list. I'm super excited. We couldn't be any happier about being asked to play. And then to put us on the same stage as violence. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, incredible. You know, I mean, yeah, like the guy, like, I can't wait to get there because I'm going to hug the dude when I see him <laughs> and be like, man, not only did you ask us to play, like, you put us on with violence. Like, come on. Well, we. So some, somebody's getting a hug that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who he or she is, and I don't know if they're going to be prepared, but I'm coming in, so they better be ready. That's how I feel every show I go to. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I feel the same way. <laughs> I need to hug somebody. Somebody get a hug. <laughs> Maryland Death Fest is so impressive. Yeah. I mean, they are on it. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, we just came back from Maryland Death Fest. Two weeks later, they're announcing bands. Yeah, it's really well organized. So well organized as a spectator too for the bands and the spectators. Mm. It's just like an awesome, awesome festival. Mm. That and that's awesome. That's what I like to hear. And you know, it's funny because when we did confirm, when you know they hit us up and they were like, "Hey, you guys want to play?" and we agreed. They go, "Okay, listen, you can't announce it till the following Friday." And I, I, and then Adam calls me, tells me we got it, and I'm like, I can't hold this in until Friday. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to hold this in. On Friday, like there's no, no way. As a matter of fact, I think when we heard about it, 
We were in, you know what? We went, matter of fact, funny enough, we were in Tampa to play with uh, Nasty Savage, mm. where we got the okay that we were doing it that morning as we were getting on the plane. So I'm like, how am I supposed to keep this in for a week? Like, it's not happening. I am not that guy. Right. Yeah. You know, I have to because I don't want to make anybody mad. But I'm like, oh, I can't stand it. So when that Friday happened, I, I you know, like Friday, I think they said that week, they were like, I'm going to make the announcement Friday at 1 o'clock at like 12.59. I'm like on my Facebook, like just refreshing, 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 refreshing. And then it came up. I'm like, thank God I can announce it. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm super excited. I'm super happy that they're having us. We're, we're all excited. All five of us are completely over the moon about it. And uh, we just can't wait to be there. That, that's great. We're, we're going to be there and we're really excited to see you guys play again. And, yes. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Can't wait. And we can't wait for ah. the new album. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Me too. <laughs> Hopefully we get to play a couple new songs off of it. If you, if you guys I, are okay with yeah. it. You, I will make sure that you guys are one of the first to get a, a copy or at least a song. All That'd right. be great. Awesome. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll see if I can give you an unmixed song or maybe a rough mix. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how much I have to pay CJ to get a song. We'll see. <laughs> we'll so pay I'll, him. I'll do my best. See what I can do for you. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, well, Chris, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for yeah. spending time with us today. It really means a lot. Thank you for your support. Uh, thank, uh, thank you so much. Thank you for calling. Thank you for asking. And I'm very honored and flattered by everything you said. You guys keep up the great work and good luck to you. And uh, I hope you're successful in everything that you do. Thank, thank you so thank you. much. Thank you very Same much. To you. Yeah, you too. And we'll see you in May. Yeah. Yes, you will. Take it easy, you guys. Thank you. you Thanks, Chris. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
That was The Underling off of The Future State of Wicked by Bloodfeast. Yep. Before that was our interview with the super cool Chris Natalini, vocalist yeah. of Bloodfeast. Such an awesome guy. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. I can't wait to catch up with him at the Maryland Death Fest. Ditto. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I want so, I want that hug that he's giving out. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be fist fighting for <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, let's play more music. Yes. Shall we? Of course. All right, first up is Fistula from Ohio. Uh, we're going to play Dishonor Roll, and they're actually putting out a new album in late 2019 called The Process of Opting Out, which we're really excited about. Absolutely. Then after that, we're going to hear Grave Desecrator with A Witching Whore. That's off the Dust to Lust CD. That's on Season of Mist. And they're supposed to be at Ram's Head on Friday at the Death Fest. Then after that, we're going to hear Limb Splitter with Caustic Cum Shower.
right, so let's talk about Limb Splitter for a second. They're uh, from Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. And you know me. I'm like a big nerd when it comes to like history of bands and You're when they nerd. formed. Mm-hmm. I know I am. I totally mm-hmm. am. You have tables so and charts. I, I do. You have pie charts. Graphs. <laughs> <laughs> you have, Time tables. You have scatter charts of <laughs> bands in the U.S. Oh, and everyone thinks you're joking. <laughs> All right. So they originally formed in 2012 as Bellicosity. And it wasn't until they parted ways with their original vocalist that they became Limb Splitter. And then they went through some shit, like they had to do um, some shows without a vocalist. Um, and then they found another vocalist, and he left. And then they found Devin Swank, which is who we just heard mm-hmm. with Limb Splitter. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic. Absolutely. He became the full-time vocalist in 2015. And we have not seen them live yet, and we can't wait to see them live mm-hmm. in May. All right, so this is not at all Maryland Death Fest 2020 related, but I feel like it deserves a mention. We went to see The Skull at the Bug Jar last Monday with Gates of Paradox and Saints and Winos. Right. Saints and Winos we've never seen before, so that was kind of cool. It was very cool, yeah. We got to see our guys in Gates of Paradox, Mm. Um, and if you guys listen to the show, you know we love our our Gates of Paradox. Yeah. Yeah. And the skull was awesome. Yeah. And we got to see a bunch of... was Trouble 2.0. Yeah, it was really good, actually. Yeah. Um, it, it was a late night for us, Monday into Tuesday, yeah. but we managed, and it was totally worth it. It was. Um, but we got to see a lot of friends there, too. Mm-hmm. We got to see Jay. Yep. And, of course, Oz was working the door, yeah. so it's always yeah. fun. But it was just like a really fun show. Yep. There was one poser that didn't show up, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. So he didn't. So Morbid, <laughs> who loves the skull, yeah. didn't listen to our episode last week until Thursday. So we missed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Which sucks. Yeah, it Sorry, Morbid. Yeah, we we're hoping to see him there. Um, okay. So we have three more Maryland Death Fest 2020 bands to play. First up is Necrophobic, a black and death metal band from Sweden. We're going to play their title track, Mark of the Necrogram. This is their eighth studio album. Then after that, we're going to hear Nomas. We're going to hear two songs by them, Vanity and Fuck You. Then after that, we're going to hear Nocturnus AD with Seizing the Throne. That's off the Paradox CD, and that is on Profound Lore Records. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Have a great week.
fucking, not a care in the world, not knowing that we are nothing. We are not what was intended.
All right, let's carry on with more Marilyn Desfet. Uh, uh.